bless you. Lift up your voice. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. And keep sharing. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Thank you, mighty God.
you, Father. We give you praise and glory. Jesus, we give you praise and all the glory. We honor you tonight. It is yet another moment, O、oh、God, that you stretch forth your mighty hand upon your people. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Have your way tonight. Thank you, Jesus. For your hand that is upon us. Thank you for a blessed day like this that you have made. 
for this is the day of the Lord, therefore we will rejoice and be glad in it. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will stretch forth your mighty hand of victory even upon us. We pray that you will open our eyes for us to know and understand your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Almighty God, let the skills that have covered our eyes from beholding the light of your word, let these skills be taken away, that we shall gaze upon your glorious verities in your word. The other day, David said, For thou shalt show me wondrous things in your word. Therefore, this evening we ask that you show us wondrous things in your word. Teach us, O God, cause us to be nurtured by your word. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light, and it giveth understanding even unto the simple. We pray for the spirit of understanding, for the spirit of knowledge, for the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. We ask, O God, as newborn babes have we come before thee, Partaking of the milk of your word. Teach us, O God, show us the way. Enlighten us by your word. Let us rise in victory and in power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If there is anybody in bondage as your word cometh, let them be free. For the Bible says that for we shall know the truth, and the truth shall make us free. Therefore, let the freedom power in your word set us free in the name of the lord jesus cleanse us by your word O god for thy word is truth we declare we are sanctified even as your word cometh let our eyes be open to behold glorious and wondrous things in your word that your name alone will be glorified we honor you this evening we give you praise in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My God, it's been a long time, people of God. It's been ages. Oh, glorious God. It's been a long time we've gathered here to um, receive from the Lord. Hallelujah. And um, we bless God for making this day possible. You know, oh, my God, my God. I've missed all of you, and I'm, I believe that this is when somebody's going to be blessed. Hallelujah. By the time we come to an end of this service, the Lord is going to open our eyes and we are going to take a decision that will be a great blessing to our lives. Hallelujah. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, all right. Um, those of you that went with us to the mountains, um, you can attest to the fact that my God, my God, my God, the Lord did wonderful and amazing stuff in our midst. You know, words alone cannot express the glory that was manifested over there. And um, if you missed it, please, I beg you, I don't want you to miss the next one. We are believing God that in the month of November, we will have another opportunity to 
be on the mountain top. That one is going to be much more mega. I tell you, the prayer was massive, the anointing was released. Come and see how the eyes of people were open and they were just prophesying under the anointing. It was just amazing. It was just amazing. My God, if you didn't go with us, you have missed a lot. You have missed a lot. I don't know why you did not go with us, but um, don't miss the other session, which we are believing God to happen on in, in November, and we believe that great grace will prevail. Rita, how are you doing? Sean, Rita, how are you doing? All right, we bless God. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? Great, great, great. All right, there are certain few things I want us to talk about today. I want to lay a foundation of a very powerful topic, and which has actually been neglected and downplayed um, in the Christendom, which goes a long way to affect our destinies. So please, if you have a book and a pen, get them ready as we lay the foundation of what I want us to talk about and today I'll give a lot of room for questions and answers because I'm just laying the foundation for it and uh, many of you would actually now understand a lot of things that the Lord wants you to walk in hallelujah all right and I'm going to use my life as an example I'm going to use my work in this Christian life as an example for you to understand so that where I fail you will gather the courage to jump over because there are certain signs that surround any pit when we meet these signs you will just know that something is ahead that I need to escape so I'm going to use my own experience as example and it is going to serve as a sign to many of us so that once we are getting close to things like this we can escape the plans of the enemy all right the lord bless you may the hand of the lord be strong upon us tonight and cause us to understand the deepest dimension of his word in jesus precious mighty name amen Ephraim, how are you doing it's been a long time i hope you are doing well all right Thanks be to God. All right, we bless God. Why have you left your 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 papa like that? Where where have you been? Where have you been, Ephraim? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So I'm going to lay foundations for us to understand. Ephraim, let me tell you something. The Lord is speaking to me right now. Can you hear me? Ephraim, can you hear me? Oh, Becklin, I've missed you plenty. Ephraim, can you hear me? Is he here? 
Okay. Ephraim, can you hear me? I want to teach you. Oh, the network is misbehaving. But can you hear? Ephraim, can you hear me? All right. I'm just about to teach, but the moment you entered, the Lord said I should pray for you and um, open a certain door for you. I see in the spirit you are standing in front of a certain door. You have been knocking, waiting for the door to open, but you keep knocking, you keep knocking, you keep knocking. And the moment I see that the door is trying to open, it closes again. And the Lord told me that I should pray for you and push that door open so that you can enter. And I'm asking the angel of the Lord, which door is this? And the angel began to speak to me and said, this is the door of finances. All of a sudden, I saw myself carried. I have entered a certain room. When I entered the room, I saw you there, and I saw other three guys with you, and I saw that the three of you were holding your phones, and even one of them was also holding a laptop. And as I was looking at what was going on, I took your phone and I began to look at something. And what I saw was something on my eyes, I'm seeing like a certain application. In this application, I see a name like MetaTrader4. 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 And I saw that there is a certain laptop, that there is a, another MetaTrader there. You just downloaded it. Hey, listen. This is what the angel of the Lord is speaking to me. Because you downloaded the you downloaded the app just yesterday. Look at that. Just look at that. Today is teaching service. Oh, there is my own person. I mean teach. <laughs> Listen to me. The Lord told me and said. You have been knocking on a door, sir, in the, but this is the time that the door is about to open. The Lord ministered to me and said, This meta trader for that you have downloaded, I see that you are going to start a certain forex trading thing that will fetch you a lot of money. But there is a reason why that door has not been opened. And I'm telling you, if you would follow what the Lord is telling you today, by the end of this year, the Lord is speaking to me. He's going to give you not less than $10,000. That is what the Lord is saying. Not less than. If you follow what the Lord is telling you to do today, by the end of December, He's going to give you not less than $10,000. You are planning to do forex trading, but something is going wrong that you need to. The Lord is telling you to get it right. He said, Papa, that is very true. Jesus, goosebumps all over me. You see, the Lord knows. He just downloaded the thing yesterday, and the Lord has seen it. 
somebody said, Papa, testimony, I have earned 8,000 Ghana CDs in cryptocurrency. You told me to go into crypto. Just look at that. <laughs> oh my God. God, eh, who say God no day? I pray for you. Everybody should go into cryptocurrency. <laughs> you wait. Everybody. It is time that believers will handle money. I'm telling you. It is time that we handle money. The world is laughing at us and it is nonsense. It is time. Listen, I'm about to say stuff. Today is it's time for teaching. I don't want to talk about finances today. But listen, people of God. <laughs> eh? Ephraim, I will tell you what you are supposed to do. And once you do it, the Lord will open a doorway for you. There is something happening that is preventing you from working in the wealth God has prepared for you. Because you want to put in money, things don't go the way you want it to go. You put in money, things don't go the way you want it to go. But the Lord ministered to me and said, you are, you are yet close to the opening of a certain great door of finances. Don't quit this forex thing. The Lord is about to make you wealthy through that. So get ready. I will tell you something personally. And as you begin to do it, the Lord will handle the rest. There is going to be an angel that will be in charge of this forex thing. If only you are able to follow what this angel is telling me. Ephraim, you will be a rich man. Before the end of this year, no less than $10,000. Get him to $20,000. The Lord will give it to you. I bless you. I declare that which the Lord has said will surely be made manifest in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. My message is trying to change to prophetic. I don't want it. Somebody said, you told me to trade crypto before May 5th. Now it has blown up. You see? Listen, there is something God is trying to do. In fact, God is doing And I don't want us to miss it. I have been in prayer for a long time. And the Lord has been opening my eyes on many things that is going on in this universe. Especially on this earth. People of God, I don't want us to be like, I don't want us to lose what is happening. In the realm of the spirit some time ago in prayer, the Lord carried my spirit. And I was taken high into the clouds. And I saw the whole entire earth and the nations, including the, the oceans, the Antarctic oceans, the Pacific, and all, the whole globe. As I was hanging in the sky, I saw all this. And all of a sudden, I saw a tall tree that was at the middle of the earth that was very tall. And as I was hanging on top of the sky, I saw that this tree, the topmost part of the tree too was close to me in the sky. Then I saw something like a bulb, a bulb of light inside. And the angel that lifted me told me to enter into that bulb. When I entered into the bulb that was at the top of the tree, I realized that the, pla- the, the, place, the bulb inside the bulb looked like a small conference room. There was a round table and five chairs had surrounded the table. And I saw five people 
human beings seated on the five chairs and are some mighty angels standing at each of them their backs and all of a sudden i saw dollars on the table and all kinds of currencies on the table and these five people were now speaking concerning what is supposed to happen to the earth then the angel that took me there began to speak to me and said the matters of the entire earth is discussed by five people on this earth on this earth they control whatever happens to everybody on this earth and what they use to conquer everybody is money listen to what i'm saying carefully it is money in fact they determine whether money will, will rise or fall in the entire stock market listen to me since the reason in the i'm telling you this world this world is joined by these and i want to say this the angel of the Lord, i saw five people i know them i know them i saw their names five people they control the matters of the earth with money and according to these five people and the things they were talking about they don't want any christian to be wealthy listen to me when we say a christian is rich it is an abomination in the midst of that conference so you need to you need to rise as a believer because the world is rising against you in finance if you look at this no no people struggle financially like christians christians are suffering because there are many things we don't know and we don't understand but when the end of the lord took me there i began to ask him what is he trying to say and he said we have entered into the golden season of the church where god is about to channel the wealth of the unrighteous to the righteous ones but it will come as a result of knowledge it will come as a result of knowledge and i want to teach on finances one of these days not today because today i want to talk about something heavy but i want you to understand this people of god <laughs> put this at the back of your mind yeah? according to the things that this angel told me i realized that certain things that i used to hear from people is actually true and this is it let me just say it in peak so that you understand it will sound like a new salt like it is a reality people of god and this is the statement hard work doesn't pay well it's a reality no matter how you take it it's a reality go and see the power power people carry what kind of thing don't they carry you they will carry your stuff they will get to your house you give them five cities somebody is seated at the bank what what has the person carried sitting in ac hard work look at this government works that's why i keep telling you this i'm not saying you should stop government works 
But I'm just trying to let you know, you want to be rich through government work. Forget it. Forget it. The, eh, the way that these unbelievers are getting more. The rate at which unbelievers are getting money in this world. You let's put Sakawa aside. Some people have not killed anybody. They have not done any bukata. They have not done any loto. Unbelievers, but the money they have, men of God don't a whole church crowd doesn't have. A whole church. I'm telling you. When I heard the story of West Hills Mall, I always say this, and those of you who live in Accra, you know, West Hills Mall, such a vast land, it was bought by a Pentecost church to build a church for God. Somebody came to buy it double the amount that the Pentecost people paid. And the Pentecost people couldn't do anything. The person bought it and he has turned that church project land to a more Jesus Christ how can money truncate an agenda of God money go to Accra right now hey, most of the hotels are owned by Muslims because they have realized that there are a lot of churches in Accra if going to get a land to build a church in Accra a land you will die Land, go to buy a land in Accra. I went with a certain woman to get some land for her. My goodness, one plot of land, small land. That one is not 70 by 100 or something, just some small one. When they mentioned the price, I said, Jesus is Lord. And once they get to know that you are going to use the land to build the church, they will, they will increase it abnormally. One plot, small plot of land. I'm telling you. Hey. Somebody said a plot in Accra is almost about 8 billion in my area. Look at that. And all these plots have been bought by Muslims. So the moment they see that you are Christian and you are coming to buy, they increase it. Send them by Then you go. You go. This is an agenda against the, the increase and the spread of Christianity. So right now, they know that the men of God cannot buy the lands. They will definitely do church services in hotels and um, conference halls. They have bought those hotels as well. And they have shot the price to a certain exponential level. We were just going to get do um, church service. We are going to have a program in Accra. East Legon. We went to just... Um, get some kind of you know, conference hall and the amount we mentioned at, we asked them ah are they sick or something <laughs> we, they, we just for church service hmm. full of God 
when you talk about prosperity, some nonsense evangelists will be there telling you you are always preaching. You're instead of you to preach salvation, you are talking about that is nonsense. That is nonsense. Oh my boy, those people I don't want to talk. I just don't want to talk. If you, if you go to churches that your pastors teach those things, jai, jai, never Eagles Mountain International, they will kill you. Poverty will drain you, you will see. Poverty will kill you. We'll be there. We know evangelists that preach that old oh, we are we are prophet Soria. I want to talk as I can see you just walk go and do evangelism. These evangelists right now go and look at their cars they are driving. They were the same people that were preaching against cars. They will preach to you and tell you Jesus can come at any time. They'll get ready at any time. After they have finished preaching, they will call for seed. What are they going to use the seed for if Jesus will come? You will be there. When we talk about these things, we, we, we are just going to know as prophets, eh, we will talk about matters like this and they will insult us. Bulletproof, insult proof. And I'm doing them. Insult proof. That's I care. And cover the Because the children of God must rise. I'm telling you. Ah. Look at how Christians are suffering financially. What I wanted to talk about, Grandpa, let me talk about my, my, my. Oh, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. We'll all be in the church. Room. Praises and worship to everybody is dancing, worshiping God. Uh, when the man of God is prophesying, the man of God prophesied. The moment he calls for seed, everybody will frown their faces and sit down. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, talk about the children of God getting money too. You see here. It's, it's a serious matter. Meanwhile, people have money. They are sponsoring detras, diasa. They are sponsoring nonsense things. Somebody has sponsored detras. Five billion, five billion. The person will not get anything from it, but Enfano, a sponsor. You talk about matters like that, is it? I think I thank God that He's hiding me like this because when I get out, because the things I'm seeing, if we come out power to talk, Captain Smart Cross issue is small. Media here, they will banish me from the world. I'm telling you. Hey, do you think that when Christians are making money, they will complain about seed? Not at all. Not at all. Some of them, when you have not even called for seed, they will come and give. When the money is there, and we only are teaching the children the ways to make the money to you say we shouldn't because we are preaching prosperity gospel. Look at that nonsense. Let me calm down. I'm getting heated. But today I just want to talk about <laughs> God bless you, Nana. 
God bless you. How are you doing? It's serious, also, it is it's very serious. Okay, when you go, yeah, if you start going, when God told me about this Eagles conference and I started Eagles conference, eh, that is when I realized that Christians are suffering. Suffering. The money you can invest in one program for God's glory to prevail, it got to a point I wanted to stop. God said, You want to stop what? Go. I'm telling you, go. But the family come, take me, go, was not there. But he said, Go. So we have to move by faith. Somebody to be seated somewhere talking nonsense. When we talk about the children of God getting money, we are also saying we are preaching prosperity gospel. So should we preach poverty gospel or what? I don't understand. Is it that poor? Who's is it? <coughs> okay, we should just come and say everybody will be poor. No, they will say yes, amen. You think poverty will, will, will take you to heaven? Be there. We are here thinking that that is why they quote certain scriptures that say that it is just as it is difficult for um, a donkey to enter into the hole of a needle, so will it be difficult for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven? Then this scripture they have misunderstood it, think, and some have even come to a place of drawing a conclusion that if you are rich, you can't go to heaven. So that means poverty is a sign of, um, like, when you are poor, you are registered in it. Look at that nonsense. And that pastor, okay, can't stand because I send me preaching a year. Or it will be more supporting a male juma. Now, say, I can't be supporting a male juma. I'm going to be poor. I'm going to be a man. I'm supporting a juma. You see that nonsense, you just you just don't understand. You begin to preach about it, they will start hating you. I'm telling you. You don't want to know because Casama, there are young girls and boys in church. Some of you have good plans for the church of God, but the money is not there. You have better plans. Some of you, what you are doing, you are in relationships with your beloveds. The things you are doing alone in the relationship. If God is trying to kill you because of what you are doing, and we have done your 40 years anniversary, da 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 da. It is not that you, you can't marry, but what the money to do the rights and everything to marry is not there. That is the point. So that many people in church they want to, but the money is not there. I'm telling you, the money is not there. They want to, and because the money is not there, ah, they are killing themselves with all those nonsense. By the time you realize your anointing is gone, you have lost your integrity, all these things. 
how painful, how painful this is. You don't understand. The Bible said in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous this is the only scripture i have not really seen its reality because god said the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous but right now look at where wealth is look at where wealth is has it <clears throat> look at where wealth is all hey some time ago god just i was in prayer and God began to show me things about what these. That's why I said I don't want to talk. Because it's just semi catastrophe. You look like a. God started showing me some things about Ghana and what our MPs and ministers are doing. I cried. I cried. Hey. How ministers can take young ladies to Dubai, spend our God-given country money on them, and the poor people that are paying the taxes are suffering, and small, small girls are buying houses at East Legon, Trasanko, Villaggio, and the rest. And after all those nonsense, they make strict laws against the church. When a country wants to fail, these are some of the things they do. Hmm. Be there. People of God, you let me drop the matter and talk about what I want to say today. I'm, I'm trying to get on fire and... Uh, God bless you all. God bless you all. Now, I want to talk about Ah, Jesus Christ. Do you know the number of young ladies that have traveled from Ghana on foot? Some even died on the deserts just to make money. Christians. Some of them were praying while they were being shot. They were praying to God, God save me. And the Arabs shot them. They died. 
some of them were eaten by wild animals because they want to make money. Some thought it is traveling to Dubai that will make wealth. Some said you have to go here, you have to go here. Do you know what young girls in church are doing to even get money to pay school fees? Do you know? Do you know? Me, me who could have handled cases where young, oh Jesus Christ, young ladies sleeping with pastors of their church just to get money to pay pastors, their own pastors to get money to pay school fees. You know what people do to get what they have. And when we are talking about hijacking wealth from the sinner to the hands of the righteous, we say no. When you see any pastor talking vehemently against riches and prosperity, which is from God, run away. Run away from such a man. Don't speak against the man, but just move away. Just move. Move. Because there is this religious spirit that is causing a lot of people to remain poor in the church i'm telling you some religious force causing people to remain poor in the church hey listen one of the main assignments what that god gave us on this earth is to extend his kingdom listen in the times of old for your kingdom to be strong you need to show the splendor and the riches of your kingdom and our kingdom is, is, is well vexed with riches. But where are the riches? Where are the riches? When Paul and the other people were saying that um, God is able to supply all your needs according to his riches in glory, in which is in Christ. When Paul was saying these things, where are the Pauls that said this? Where are the Abrahams that own all the cattle, that own all the sheep? Where are they? Where are they? Where are the prophets to declare, tomorrow by this time, food shall be abandoned on the land of Israel? Where are the prophets to declare? Eighty percent of our assignment on this earth can be fulfilled with wealth. Without wealth, eighty percent of your assignment on this earth has been hijacked. We need to open our eyes. And there is a way to make wealth. May God help us. When you look into the systems of this world, you will understand that these people that call themselves the richest man on earth None of them are Christians. None of them. The richest man. First five Christian DNA. Where are they getting the money? These people are not carrying blocks. Some of them they sit in their rooms every second. They get like fifty thousand dollars in a second. A second. One second. 
let's say we have Elon Musk to be a very great Christian, a giver and a tither. Look at the churches without trouble. Somebody will just every uh, will be home back, breathe in and breathe out fifty thousand dollars. He has not done anything. You, <laughs> you are carrying blocks. You completed school certificate in Asudaho government in file. You are crying. You want government to employ you before you, you see the whole thing. You see the matter. You see the matter. And so hey, may God cast poverty from our lives in the name of Jesus. Yeah, people of God, this thing called poverty, one thing me bringing it will never go. I'm telling you, we don't wish for it, we work for it. But when you know. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we don't wish for wealth. Oh, in the future we'll be rich. People started saying that they are dead and gone. It is not about wishing. That thing is nonsense. Don't start, don't wish. That's why I mean, if you want to wish me happy birthday, I don't like it. Pray for me. Stop the wish. It is not prayer. Pray, pray. You are talking about heavier matters. You are saying wish, wish. What is wish? Money, I'm telling you. Money, So how do the heaven and these people they sit in their rooms and they begin to make money? How? What? What are they? What are they doing that we don't know? You have gone to school, perhaps we have business administration. Some of you have even done your masters. Some of you have carried oh, PhD in business. Still, you don't have anything. There is a secret they know you don't know. If this world is being controlled by people, you, eh, some people determine whether the dollar will rise or fall. Some people. And they always make sure that Africans will suffer. <laughs> I'm telling you. Talk about matters like this, nobody. You see, the idea we actually had is uh, sometimes that when you want to. Some people, once they don't see you dressing up in the morning, going to work, and coming home in the evening, they think you are not working. Look at that nonsense. And they think that is the only way to make money. Why did this idea we say you three more? Who, 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 who brings us to think like that? Who, who, ah, somebody will sit in his room, just download YouTube, create a channel, and start showing how to cook jollof rice. And he just make short, short videos 
and say oh charlie subscribe to my youtube channel so charlie subscribe watch videos the, just this nonsense as simple nonsense as this thing is after a whole month when he, the person begins to grow in subscribers you start seeing money coming to him because you have to do something for people to know that you are working. Obi tedem, obi otedem, otenidem. He has not gone anywhere. We are finding with listen, listen. I'm not saying going to work like that too is bad. That's not what I'm saying. But I want to let you understand <laughs> that you pay everybody. A lot of time that you were supposed to use to focus much more on things, you are using them to do a lot of things. Then they will pay us later. Okay? Sometimes it, it is even I heard some somebody, one man of God told me that Charlie, the way he started, poverty was a second name. He took grace. Where he is right now, he started, he told he said last year, no, last two years. He used to make $54,000 a day. $54,000. Somebody should convert it to Ghana citizen, man. Why? Yeah, you're all Ghana and the MTRC. $54,000 a day. That was last two years. And this one is a man of God. $54,000 is like $3, $3 billion there. Yes. So when Kweku Chains is talking, leave him for him to talk. <laughs> when Kweku Chains is talking, 3.1 billion a day, a day, I mean a day, a day. And this one is a man of God, always preaching. He doesn't work. Even President Kra, does he take that amount? President. A month, crap president will never get this. But somebody is getting it a day. You know the calculate way times 30. As a month, he can send the Nipanibenya. The question is, what is he doing? How does he get this money? That is what you need to be taught in church. I'm telling you. Can I say something? A time came, even Jesus, when they told him that, my, my, my friend, you have to pay your tax. He went to Judas and said, Judas, open the treasure box. Get us some money to pay tax. Judas said, there is no money here. Immediately, he said to them, go to the sea. The first fish you catch, open its mouth. There, there is a coin encrypted in its mouth. Take that coin and pay. That means there are seasons where when you even look into your bank account and there is no money, there is another way to make the money. Another way. Another way. And what other way? We need to be taught in church. I want you to know this. Finally, this is what the world system is moving to. And we need to open our eyes. 
in the next 10 years to come if you are still dressing up in the morning going to work to get salary in the next 10 years you'll be a joke you are you'll be a clown clown <laughs> This is where the world system is going on. See, 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 honey, yes, Right now, cry you, even you, you, you don't want to walk, get up, take your money and go and buy food. You sit in your room, order the food, they will bring it to you. Everybody is trying not to go somewhere else. I'm telling you. This is what they are even trying to make a lot of robots who do delivery. Then human beings will be locked. A time will come. You will not see people walking about as we see. Uh, very soon, I'm telling you, very soon. So things will change. It has a bit done. So if you are still looking at things from this way, you better start thinking. Because, hey, I just realized something and I, I said, no, it has a done. When I go to like even gold, they can mine gold online. Online. They don't need excavator. Hey, Mr. Christo. Online gold mining. You don't know where. You see, you are shocked. You don't even know. You don't even know. Go and ask them. Somebody say, how is that possible? <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ is Lord. Listen. Okay? Can I ask a question? How many of us have, have seen mobile money before? If you have 200 Ghana CDs in your mobile money account, it is just numbers you are seeing on your phone. But it clicks something in your mind that it is of a value. And you can go and withdraw it. You can buy something with that money in your account without withdrawing the money. So you will not physically touch or see the money, but it can give you what you are looking for. It is just numbers written on your phone. Payment received 1,500 Ghana CDs from, I think somebody is about to get 1,500 in the name of Jesus. Numbers you can buy your wardrobe, you'll be there, they'll bring it to your house. Numbers. This is where the world is moving. A time is coming, you will not hold physical cash. Everything that you can touch physically will change or switch. A time will come you can even bath online. You bath online. <laughs> hey, you see. of God, listen. Listen to me. This thing that Jesus did by removing the coin from the mouth of a fish, it is a sign of how the world is going to be. 
there was no physical money he could charge and remove to pay tax. But there was another way he got money. And how was that way? There was a coin. Put this at the back of your mind. A coin encrypted in the mouth of a fish. There was a coin encrypted in the mouth of a fish. There was a coin encrypted. And that word encrypted is where we got the word cryptocurrency. Crypto. Crypto. Encrypted. That which is hidden. That which is hidden. So a time is coming, the whole system will go to crypto. And that is why cryptocurrency is all about coins. Because Jesus was the first person that activated this. And he knew what he was saying. You just read the Bible, you are just reading it raw. When Bitcoin came, it was not even close to one cent in book. But right now, one Bitcoin is $56,000. $56,000. One Bitcoin. You are only thinking of my children, my family. Um, you, are only, you, are, you are just thinking of what you eat. You are just thinking of what your husband will eat. You are thinking of what your children. Look at you. Read what the Bible says. A good man lays down inheritance for his children's children. Not even for his children. His children's children. That means what you are struggling for should be for two generations ahead. And one generation is 40 years. That means whatever you are struggling for should be laid down for your next 80 years to come. <laughs> now, even the car you have bought, Grandpa, ladies and the car you have bought. That means when we are talking about inheritance, they, they are very deep, not just normal. <laughs> Some of us are, our fathers bought cars. So, where are the cars? Cars, nothing. May God help us. Let me use these few minutes to talk about um, what I want to say. I wanted to talk about um, the spirituality of fatherhood sonship relationship. The spirituality of fatherhood sonship relationship. The spirituality of fatherhood sonship relationship. Hey, this thing is really hitting me. Can you all hear me, please? Listen, where the world is moving to where? We need to rise. I'm telling you, we need to rise and start thinking. If we still stay at where we are, waiting for government to employ us before we make money, we will be poor. 
we will be poor. You see, they will not understand. That is why you are always blaming the government. Eh? That is why you are always blaming the government. Small light out. Ah, Yanka, If he was your father, would you have been mentioning his name like that? There is plant in somebody's house, like big generator. Remember, you off the lights now, it has been programmed. The moment the light goes off, it will switch on. Those people, they don't talk about precedence, they don't have time. Some people, they don't care about how Ghana is moving, but what they have, they have. But we are here, always saying that government has done this, government has done this. May God show us mercy. Now, let us talk about the spirituality of fatherhood, sonship, relationship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you all hear me now? Good. Let me just lay a foundation. So, um, now according to god how god made the world he made it in a way that he god himself will have a relationship with the world that he has made and the relationship that god is having with the world he has made is called a covenant so without a covenant there is no way God can link with what he has created or made and now this covenant that God is making or creating in order to have a relationship with the things he has created these covenants vary according to their or let me say the legalities that surround them because not all covenants are the same there are various forms of covenants but that is what i want you to understand today i'm just laying a foundation so that god willing um tomorrow i will just touch on it and really go into details so I'll open the floor right now for a lot of questions concerning fatherhood, sonship. Now, when you critically look into the system of, the, of God, you can realize that the whole universe of God is surrounding only a particular story. And that story is that God stretched himself into three dimensions one dimension he called the father another dimension he called the spirit and another dimension he called the son now 
these three dimensions of God were stretched out of God in his fullness before his creation started. So before God even created the world, these three dimensions of himself had been stretched already. And when he stretched himself into these three dimensions, he began to look at the world he has not yet created. And he saw the end of the world he has not yet created. And understood that the world I have not yet created will become this and this and that. Therefore, as I am stretching myself into three dimensions, I am going to give assignments to each of my dimensions. And each of the assignments that I'm going to give to each dimension will define who that dimension of me is to the world. Is somebody getting here? So God stretched himself into the trail and said, based on my assignment on the world I am yet to create, I will be called a father. Then he told one dimension of him, based on the assignment you will execute on the world I am yet to create, you will be called the son. Then he said to the other dimension, based on the assignment you will execute on the world I am yet to create, thou shalt be called the spirit. And if that is so, there are certain systems I am going to create in the world before i create that system in the world i need to start that system among the three dimensions of myself so that whatever is between us will be expressed on the earth or the world i am about to create so there is nothing in this world that does not correspond to god in the three dimensions of himself Even concerning human beings, a mother, a father, and a child, God had already manifested it before he created the world. So God stands in one dimension as the father, and in another dimension as the son, and in another dimension as the spirit. And critically looking into the systems of God, the spirit of God stands in place for the feminine dimension of God. That is why the Holy Ghost is called a helper and a woman, Eve, was also called a helper unto Adam. So the Holy Ghost has a certain characteristic or feature that corresponds with woman or the feminine gender. And the father also corresponds with the masculine gender. And when the masculine and the feminine come together, they manifest what we call the child or the son. So all these things that we are actually seeing on this earth were already acted out like a movie by God when he stretched himself into the three dimensions. So there is nothing that is news to God. Everything had already been lived before the world began. So nothing shocks God. God is never surprised by anything on this earth or in this world. Then, when God stretched himself into those three dimensions, 
the part of him that is called the father they all sat down and said we are going to elect the father to be the administrative head of all of us it does not mean the father is greater than the son or any no none of them is greater than the other one personality stretching himself into three dimensions based on assignments that is to be executed in the world yet to be created i don't know if somebody can get what i'm saying amazing good it's good you are getting it it's good you are getting it. same one person one person god is not in three persons no god is one person who has stretched himself into three dimensions based on the assignments that each dimension is about to execute in the world that god was yet to create hmm. i'm just being about this in today i'll open the room for questions so follow now When God stretched himself into all these three dimensions, he started talking to each dimension as the father. Then the father whom they have all elected to be the head of the matters concerning the earth. The father rules and declared. Some said my church misunderstood this teaching. I went to teach them and they will not understand. Some of matters like this are for certain kind of audience. <laughs> so please i beg even sometimes when i'm teaching i just pause most of the times exactly some they will never understand they will never understand normally they are used to the god is going to bless you you're going to rise and not fail i tell you somebody that god said you will marry in the name of jesus oh my god uh-huh. these are some of the things they are always looking for then somebody say yeah preach man of god yes you are in the spirit oh god jesus let's move on when we are talking of taking charge of the matters of the earth <laughs> we want to know god marriage is not our pursuit but we will marry we are not valid after marriage. Even if we don't marry, we are here. We fulfill God's agenda. You can't come and threaten us with marriage and, and job and, and cars and those kind of things. Put this at the back of your mind. Don't let anybody deceive you. Sure. When God says marry and the enemy is trying to hijack the marriage, kill that devil and marry proper, proper. And continue with your assignment. Don't let your, the marriage steal the assignment God has given you. Don't let the traveling steal the assignment God has given you. You don't have that time. You can't throw away God's word that we are supposed to preach and chase after wedding, and chase after cars. Chase, no, no. When the cars come, we take them. When they marry, can we marry? You are a young lady. Don't don't 
don't define your entire life around marriage you will die before your time you think god brought you to this earth to come and marry a good man and one no, no, no. ah wow okay as in which you know what we think They don't like they don't like what i'm saying they don't like it because in their churches their pastors tell them me that's like if you know the message is not really entering into your dna you can go to your pastor's church i'm on assignment and I'm, i know what i'm teaching i can't change my message because you don't like it you know when i do message in a moment if i were not the one that sent me it is god those that will listen will listen. They will be changed and they will, they will give glory to God. <laughs> All right. So the father called himself a father because of a certain role he will play in the world he's yet to create. The son called himself a son because of a role he will play in the world. Then the spirit called himself a spirit because of the role he played in the world. Good. Then later, the father whom they all elected to be the head said, This is how we will create the world. The son, right now you will not be called the son, you will be called the word. And this is what will happen. When me, the father, speaks, I will speak to you. You are the word. So any word, anything that comes out of my mouth will be you. And when I speak you the word, the spirit will gather you. Or the spirit will join himself to you. Then the moment the spirit joins himself to you, the word that I, the father, have spoken, then what I was actually thinking that came out as you, which is the word, that the spirit came in contact with, will become a reality. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's getting the picture or it sounds some way in your ears. This is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so now I am talking. Some of you have not even you don't know you can't see me but you can hear my words. So I am here in my room talking. I am the father. But the words you are hearing is the word. And it is actually the spirit that is making it a reality in your mind. Let's take it that way. So if I begin to show you that, especially those of you who are in, maybe you are in New York. And I'm sure so when you go to World Trade Center, when you pass here, you go to Manhattan, you go here, you go here. If you have been there before, you begin to picture the place. In your mind, mind's eye. I am here speaking. So I am the father. Then the words I'm speaking is the word. But it is the spirit that is giving you the imagination that is in your mind. So let's say I am standing here. I said, let there be fire. I the father spoke the word. 
then the spirit brought the word into manifestation so when you see fire three things have actually gone on here the father spoke the word the spirit came upon the word and the fire manifested that is how creation started so the father will speak the word then the spirit will come in contact with the word and bring it into a reality then later this is what the father said i am going to create a personality called man don't to um speak plenty things please have we all understood it up to this point um only two people said yes where are the rest are you sleeping oh it's deep oh i've not started i'm just trying to give this one's like comment. I'm giving commentary on something. I've not started teaching you. I've not started teaching you. Okay, you today I'm talking about father fatherhood sonship. Listen, listen. There are two main dimensions. So the father relationship between the father and the son that is god the father and the son jesus christ is the kind of relationship that god wants us to walk in in fact everything we are seeing on the surface of the earth is actually a play of a certain let me say movie or pattern in heaven God told Moses, he took Moses into the mountain and lifted him to heaven. He showed him a certain temple in heaven and told him to come to the earth and build sin. Can you hear me? Someone said the volume is very low. Can you hear? Okay, good. So everything about Father and son father and son was actually a reality in heaven between god the father and another dimension of himself that he called the son and in fact this is one way to know god god cannot be known except he uses things that are around us to manifest himself i said this when we when we were at atria those of you who missed it, you have missed a lot. <laughs> Nana, seriously. God cannot be known except He uses anything around us to manifest Himself. So God was once Father before your Father gave birth to you. And the relationship between yourself and your Father is actually a sign. And it's, an, it's a way to know God as a father. That is how God made it. That is why you have a father who gave birth to you. 
Are you all with me? Good. Good. So the main reason why you have a father that gives birth to you is for you to have a relationship with him. That will be a symbol or let me say a sign of your relationship with God as a father. So when you look into the scriptures, there are two main words for father. Two main words for father. The first word in Hebrew is Ab. Ab, 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 which actually is transliterated into the Greek as Abba, 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 and that word Abba actually means a progenitor or a source, a progenitor or a source. A progenitor or a source of let me say a house so when we read the book of exodus chapter 20 verse 12 the bible said honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the lord thy god giveth thee and the word father there is the hebrew word ab which is also transliterated into the greek as abba which means source or progenitor of a house, biological or genetic father. A biological or a genetic father. So your biological father is an Abba father. Once we are speaking of matters of biological, genetic, that is when we say that God, Jesus Christ, is the begotten. And the word begotten means to give birth. So when we really look into the spirit world, actually, the father actually gave birth to Jesus. And the moment the father gives birth to a son, there is something you can use to trace the father of that son. It is called DNA. 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 So anybody that calls his biological father Abba actually is saying that I have the DNA of this man. So in the times of old, and there's another word for father, which is pater, pater. It is from that way we can get paternity. P-A-T-E-R, P-A-T-E-R, pater. And that word pater can stand in for somebody that is taking a fatherhood role or um, let's say it can be your father's brother, your father's friend, anybody that like, occupies a certain place of honor like a father. Pater. Now, these two dimensions or two words that explains father, they are not the same. Because I said the first one, Abba, actually speaks of your genetic biological father. He is your progenitor. He is your source. Then the other one, 
speaks of somebody that can take a fatherly role over your life. It can be your father's friend. It can be your father's brother. Anybody that can take a fatherly role over your life is pater. In the times of old, there was a clear difference between Abba and Pater. You couldn't just look at a man who you know did not give birth to you and call him Abba. You'll be stoned. You will be stoned. Because I told you something. That the way God relates to the world is through a certain means called what? Who can get it? I said this in the beginning. How God relates to the universe is through something called what? Covenant. God bless you. God bless you, Pedro. God bless you. It's called a covenant. And if you know a covenant, you know we don't joke. It is not matters of joke. It is an ordinance. An ordinance. It is what the Bible said. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That means that you you can cut off your you can cut your life short just by dishonoring your parents alone. Just by this. So there are many young people that are dying. It is not witches. It is not the devil killing them. It is just because they have dishonored their parents. The universe itself will cut your life short. Because it is an ordinance. It is a law. It is a principle that the Lord has placed there. You can't dishonor your parents all the time and live long. It is an abomination. So not all the people dying prematurely. Are the devil's handiworks. They put this at the back of your mind. This message will let somebody know where his father is and will let somebody know his true father. I'm telling you. God just spoke this to me. Somebody, you don't even know who your father is. You don't know matters concerning your father. This message is for you. By the time we are done, you will know. Are you all with me? Are you all following? Thank you, Jesus Christ. Great. Now, what kind of relationship? So today, I just want to make a certain um, touch on aside God as your father, there are two main dimensional fathers on the earth that our lives must actually correspond to. to um, let me see. Leave out the principle that God laid in heaven. So the relationship between your, yourself and your biological father is actually a sign and it's supposed to be a sign between yourself as a son to God the Father. Are you getting it? 
good. So aside your biological father, there is another father you will need on the earth to also correspond your fatherhood and sonship relationship with God. And that person is called your father in the Lord. Put this one down. That is the main and central theme for this message. Father in the Lord. I have realized that the people don't understand. Yeah. Let me draw this line and let me just say this. Father in the Lord is not a spiritual father. Some of you make this serious mistake. You don't know how serious it is. But listen, we don't say spiritual father. When you say spiritual father, do you know what you are trying to say? Listen, let's make you understand this. Let me make you understand this one. I told you there are two main words for father. Abba and pater. When we speak of Abba, we are talking about the one that gave birth to. The progenitor, the source. The day you say spiritual father, it is actually the word father of spirits. Father of spirits. And that father is the word Abba. Which means the one that gave birth to all spirits. Can your father in the Lord give birth to your spirit? Even him cry, his spirit cry, it's somebody that, 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 that made it. <laughs> we are making heavy mistakes and we don't know. We don't say, spirit. God is the father of all spirits. He's the source. He is the one that gave birth to all spirits in the world. He is the spiritual father. We don't say spiritual father and we are trying to mean it is a man. No, it doesn't work. We say father in the Lord or father in the faith. Don't say spiritual father again. I'll pour hot water on you. These things have been saying it and still people will, people will get it wrong. Oh my, my spiritual father, my spiritual father. Ah! We actually don't know what we are saying. That's why. Mm. The moment you understand something about Father in the Lord, you have to start questioning yourself on so many things. Today, I'm just laying a foundation. Tomorrow, I will start teaching fine the details. Because many of you, you are joking with destiny. If you lack any of these three dimensions of Father, first, God as your Father. Second, biological Father. Third, Father in the Lord. If you lack any of these three, as a Christian, you need to pray. You are in a serious trouble. Definitely, you cannot lack God as your father as a Christian. It doesn't work. Because so long as you are a Christian, you have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, God is your father. And so long as you are living on this earth, you have a father that gave birth to you. So you can, the only problem you might have is somebody that is 
your father in the Lord. And that is what we need to understand. That is what we need to understand as Christians. I want to say something very big. Your pastor in church is not necessarily your father in the Lord. Mm. And the very day you call somebody my father in the Lord, there are many things you have to understand. You don't just say my father in the Lord. You don't don't know what you are talking about. The pastor in your church, your pastor in church, is not necessarily your father in the Lord. And I want to say this thing again. No matter the number of men that sleeps with a woman, definitely it is only one man whose sperm will get the woman pregnant. That is to say, every person has one father. You can't have more than one father. Like, this one is your father. And young, young, youngsters, you have, you have been making a very terrible mistake that you need, to, you need to listen and learn. This thing will bring deliverance to many of you. Because there are many destinies that have been shattered because of this thing called Father in the Lord and Son matter. It's a serious matter. Me, I have been there before, so I know what I'm talking about. I have been dead. Some of you cry, you don't know. Because there are some people that call themselves fathers, they can quickly come and arrest you and make you a son or a daughter. <laughs> when you don't know anything about. Some will just start calling you my daughter, my daughter, my daughter. And when you get three pastors, four pastors calling you my daughter, then you are confused. You don't know what to do. We have been there before. Yeah. Some men of God gave me some one man of God gave me a car and a house to be his son. I looked into the matter and said, Me, car, house, at this time. This man is trying to take me somewhere I'm not supposed to be. What have I done to deserve a car and a house at this time? That was twenty sixteen, about five years ago. I'm telling you. Some of you are saying, oh, we By the time we are done, some of you will start questioning. You, you start questioning yourself on many things. You are joking with matters. Don't joke. 
because these matters concerning father in the Lord and sons is a very serious matter. I'm telling you, it's a covenant. If you don't have one, start praying. Don't rush into it. Don't live your life on this earth alone without a father in the Lord. Because there are many things to that that can help your destiny. There are many things you cannot handle without a father. I'm telling you, in this world. Ah. And I always thank God for my father, the major prophet KKG. He's been a great blessing. I saw tremendous changes in my life when I got connected to his covering. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Some of you, all your struggles, get a father in the Lord. Pray to God. Let God direct you and start serving wholeheartedly under that grace and anointing. And you will see that what you were suffering from, you suffer again. And you see. I'm telling you, I know people that were struggling, eh? and the only problem, you know, and they say they were just walking on this earth. Do you know something? Anybody whose father is not known is called a bastard. Anybody whose father is not known is called a bastard. So, in the spirit, when you don't have a father in the Lord, you are called a naked man because. Your father in the Lord is your covering. If you lack covering, you are naked. And once you are naked, anything that is fired in the spirit can attack you. I like the place, the, I like the way the whole place has become quiet. Some people are thinking, hey, so, um, Prophet Johnson, um, um, Pastor Emmanuel, and um, Apostle Joshua, and Apostle um, Fifi, Sukra, who is my father now? I don't even know. You see, you see your mistake. You see, you call everybody daddy, everybody daddy, oh daddy, daddy, and you are daddy yourself. You see, you don't know, you don't know the kind of. Don't pray too much. Take your time. Everybody is your daddy. God bless you, man of God. Prophet Samuel Brevo, God bless you. I'm telling you, everybody is your father. And you see, one of the things I've seen that the younger generation, we are really making a serious mistake is this. Once we see a man highly gifted, we quickly get connected and call him daddy. You see somebody prophesying deep, you just get connected and call him daddy. Call him daddy, you are paying tight to him. Then you see somebody... You can't submit to a man because of his gift. You are, you are, it's a deadly thing to do. And let me tell you something that God showed me. I got to know that this thing called Father in the Lord thing, it, we don't just choose because naturally it is not a son that chooses a father, it is a father that gives birth to a son. So before you can say that somebody is your father in the Lord, some things must be done. 
and because that person is your father not on anything but in the lord the lord must also have a seat in that relationship because that fatherhood thing is in the lord not in anything so the lord definitely must say something so you can just say this man is my father in the lord when god has not speak spoken about the matter it's very deadly that is why people get connected to men of god and later they get connected to other men of god because of their gifts be very careful be very careful because i have seen people that disconnected from men of God to other men of God and those old men of God cursed them and it is working against them. It's a serious matter. Who will be down? Why why like why is it that these things do work? They curse people and it works. Because the thing is a covenant. You can't just connect and disconnect. Take your time. Don't let anybody's manifestation of gift push you to submit quickly when you have not heard from God. Be very careful. Because if you are submitting to a man because of gift, then you have not seen gifting. <clears throat> there are people that are damn gifted. When you see them, you will die. I mean, damn gifted. It is not by gift you submit to a man. Some people are highly gifted, abnormally gifted. Me, I have seen some with my eyes before. God bless you, Junior. Love God. Don't submit to a man because of his gift. I'm telling you. Don't submit to a man. Some people just went to church. A man of God prophesied to them, no, my daddy. Hey, are you okay? Or your pillow is missing. Okay, it will be a show on be a daddy. And you who you the way people will start prophesying, even madmen. I mean, but them in the and come down, and it is true. Why don't you submit to the madman? You are mad. <laughs> God show us mercy. <laughs> Go and submit to the madman on Bola so fine. When you get your tithe, go to Bola and give to the Madman. We just need understanding. We are not taught these things in church. There are many youngsters and we are rushing in life. I'm telling you, you can get many mentors, people that you are looking up to in so many areas. Sometimes your father in the Lord might not be gifted. I'm telling you. Your father, ah, sometimes some of them are not gifted. But they are the people God has connected you to. I understood something about this thing called Father in the Lord. And I, I started having certain understanding about it well. Because I didn't know that God actually connects people to people as fathers and sons. I didn't know. But later I realized that God has a say in these things. 
Now, when God connects two people as father and son, the same connector is the same disconnector. The same person which is God that connected you is the same person that can disconnect you. If you disconnect yourself and the person curses you, it can happen. But if God disconnects you, let them curse, it won't, it won't stand. That is why we need understanding into these things. Because I have seen fathers, <laughs> they don't understand. In fact, some fathers don't even know that they don't know the, and have, they don't have any understanding about what it takes to be a father. And I'm going to teach on all these things, God willing, tomorrow. Because if you are a father, you need to know and understand the soul type of the people that serve under you as sons and daughters. The soul type. There are so many types of souls that we human beings have. Can I say something small? We have just four minutes to end the session. The day your spirit came from God and entered into your body in your mother's womb, the moment your spirit came in contact with your body, your soul was formed. The spirit was from God. We are not different in our spirits. All of us are the same. But the moment it comes to the body and soul, we are different. When we trace things into our spirits as human beings, we are all the same. But when it comes to the souls and bodies, we are different. And it is when the spirit came in contact with the body that the soul was formed. That means that, and the body too came as a result of things from your mom and your dad. And because our mothers and fathers are all not the same, we are different people. Then our souls too differ. Our souls to differ. And if our souls differ, it is inside our souls that our destiny is hidden. If that is so, there are various types of human souls. There are basically eight types of the souls of human beings. Eight types of the souls of human beings. Some people inside their soul, they are born to be leaders. Leaders. No matter how they serve under you as a father, definitely they will go out and lead a people. So as a father, you need to know the soul type of your son or your daughter. That this one, definitely I am training him to go and train. So that when the time comes for you to let him go, you will not do nonsense and say, no, you can't go, you can't go. What kind of nonsense is that? It is lack of understanding and knowledge that these fathers don't have, that they are doing all these things. And all my sons, I know, and my daughter, I know them. I know their soul type. Some of them, they are greater than me, what I am supposed to achieve. Some of them, when I look into where God is taking them, I just know that I am a foundation, and I need to pray well into their lives for them to succeed well. Because where they are going, I can't even go. They are sons, they are sons. And when they get there, I will boast in myself. That this is my son. This is my son. I'm telling you. 
but fathers with that knowledge will start fighting their sons when they get more anointed and gifted. Where, 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 where did you get your father who this thing from? Who made you that kind of father? Is it Father Dixon or who? Or Roman Father? You God have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Prophet Prince, how are you doing? As of, it's been a long time. <laughs> and some of some sons do their soul types are actually servanthood. They will serve. It is in their service to you that they will flourish. Oh. Please, I think we have just a few seconds. I want to I wanted to talk about something within the next five to ten minutes. So um right after I think this one will end, but the moment it ends, I will I will create a new one. So um we quickly we'll quickly join them. Um, within five to ten minutes I'll be done. Then um, we know what to do. Alright. So, <laughs> all right. So within few minutes, just like a one one minute, this session will end. Then we take the next session for like five to ten minutes. All right. So get that. Some some of the sons, their soul types are servants. So some of those people they will serve under you right till they die, and it is under that that they become great. Some people, the way their souls have been made, when they disconnect themselves to start a new church, it will fail. It is not that they are cursed, no. Some of them can even pour oil on them, pray for them to go and flourish, but they will fail. Because that is not how their soul is made. The next session, when we, when we open the next session, then you start asking the questions. You can't, you can't disconnect it. So first, you need to know your soul type. Some are made kings. They are leaders. They are the leaders. And the servants, you have the priest type of soul. You have the scholar type of soul. Those people, they have strange IQ. Very brilliant. The scholar. Then we have the old type of soul. Some people, they are young, but the things they know and the things they will say, very heavy. It is part of them. That is how God made them. This, this session is ending. I'm going to create um, a new one very soon. So please be alert. I'll put it on the page so you can quickly join for us to handle the rest. All right, shalom.